0: Welcome to the Teacher Blogs Podcast, a podcast for teachers who have more time to listen than to read. This is a podcast that amplifies the voices of education writers that are seen, read, but need to be heard. If you've written a blog post that you'd like me to consider featuring here, please message me at teacher underscore blogs on Twitter. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, and I'm so glad that you're joining me on this episode. Let the learning begin. Today's blog post was written and read by Lynn Thomas, you can read it on the Teachers on Fire magazine on Medium or on Lynn's blog located at wordsgrow.com. You can also connect with Lynn on Twitter at TomLynn101, that's T H O M L Y N N 101, or on Instagram at ThomasHousehold101. Now, here is Lynn's blog post H is for happy.
1: H is for Happy. Happy makes the learning happen. As parents, we all voice the same sentiment for our children. I just want them to be happy. But do we actively practice that sentiment? Do we teach the frames of mind that would ensure happiness in our children? Do we really know what being happy actually means? Much research has been done of late that has clarified a great deal about happy turns out, it has far more to offer than a sunny disposition and feeling contented. Parents are right to want happiness in their children, albeit it's unlikely that they know the science of why. Rebecca Alder, consulting editor of Edutopia, outlines the research of Dr. David Rock, co-founder of the Neuroleadership Institute, in her article, How are Happiness and Learning Connected? Rock and Tones, there is a large and growing body of research, which indicates that people experiencing positive emotions perceive more options when trying to solve problems, solve more non-linear problems that require insight, and they collaborate better and generally perform better overall. In short, happy people learn better. Scientifically speaking, happiness produces chemicals, specifically dopamine and serotonin, in the brain. When these substances are released, it has positive effects on our memory as well as on our brain's ability to learn. Essentially, our capacity to make connections, be creative and problem-solve, are all enhanced just by being happy. Christina Hinton, a lecturer from Harvard Graduate School of Education, Examined the interplay of happiness, motivation, and success to find out just how important happiness is in learning. Hinton used surveys to collect data on students' happiness and motivation, collected qualitative data on happiness and motivation, and further data on students' grade point averages, all of which was then analyzed to explore the relationships among happiness, motivation, and academic achievement. Kita Hinton's findings were associations that show how we can optimize students' learning experiences. Namely, happiness is positively associated with intrinsic motivation, a personal drive to learn, for all students, and also with extrinsic motivation, outside sources like rewards, praise, or avoiding punishment, for students in K to three. Happiness is also positively associated with grade point average for students in grades four to 12. Happiness and standardized test scores did not seem to be related, but further research is needed to confirm this. Happiness is predicted by student satisfaction with school culture and relationships with teachers and peers. Further to Hinton's research, Other benefits that have been shown by iWEN happiness lessons are improved problem solving abilities, broadened horizons and expanded thinking, building physical, intellectual and social skills, counteracted negative emotions, protected mental health, reduction in aggression in class, improvement in school performance. So now we can appreciate how vitally important being happy is, not only for children's well-being, but also their learning and future success. But how does that happen? How can we support happiness? There are many researchers who focus on happiness today. Sonia Lombomirsky, Barbara Fredrickson, Ed Diener, Martin Seligman, Mihaly Csensk-Mihalyah, is name to name but a few and they all agree on one thing happiness can be learned martin seligman is a psychologist and university professor and director of the positive psychology center at the university of pennsylvania his work ranges from positive psychology to the study of helplessness depression optimism and pessimism and flexibility seligman has come up with a formula for well-being he refers to with the acronym perma PERMA stands for 1. Positive Emotions In essence, being optimistic. Having a positive outlook is necessary because it helps our relationships, sparks creativity, and allows us to see possibilities. It also strengthens us when we hit tough times because we can see which way to steer to make things better. 2. Engagement Being fully engaged in activities allows us to build creativity reduce stress and feel fulfilled and satisfied. Relationships, humans are social beings, so relationships are essential. Positive, supportive relationships are a key part of being happy and spreading happiness. Meaning, eventually we all realize the meaning of life is not money or popularity, rather it's something deeper. Finally, accomplishments the sense of satisfaction as a result of our work towards our goal. Accomplishments give meaning to all performed tasks and are essential in achieving happiness. Having happiness broken down in such a way is one example of how it can be taught. There are a number of learning programs and apps that support the sort of learning Seligman espouses. Happiness Lessons out of Hungary and based on the work of Martin Seligman and Professor Sonia Lubomirski aims to provide methodological support to develop the ability to nurture happiness in children through their scientifically approved curriculum. Launched in 2014, the program now boasts more than 3,700 teachers providing the instruction to 60,000 plus students. Another learning program, this one out of Australia, is Smiling Mind. The not-for-profit organization works to make mindfulness accessible to all. You may wonder, why mindfulness? Mindfulness is about focusing attention on the here and now, rather than thinking about the past or worrying about the future. Both things that we know are generally unproductive and do not promote well-being and happiness. Being mindful can aid students in being more aware of their mindset and thus lead them to be more positive and optimistic. Mindfulness also plays an important role in your mental and physical well-being and can play a role in helping to one reduce the physical wear and tear on the body, increase your immune system, switch off excess inflammation in the body, relieve cardiovascular stress, and switch down cortisol and damage to your bones. There are many other apps and programs that uh, promote learning happiness. Happy Feed is a daily gratitude journal whose aim is to promote positive thinking and optimism by helping people focus on the good things in their life. Happify takes you on a journey to better well-being using evidence-based intervention in the form of games and activities. Based in the fields of positive psychology, mindfulness, and cognitive behavioral therapy, the goal is to reframe negativity Thus forming meaningful improvement in life satisfaction. Another game-based strategy, SuperBetter, aims to build resilience, an important factor in happiness as it allows people to stay strong, motivated and optimistic even in the face of change and difficult challenges. Jane McGonigal, an award-winning game designer, powered Superbetter with a framework that activates the psychological strengths of gameplay to build resilience in real life. The Dalai Lama has weighed in on happiness, saying that happiness is not something really made. It comes from your own actions, and in that spirit, action for happiness works to help people take action to create a happier, more caring world. The end goal is a happier world, reduced mental health problems, and ultimately more well-rounded, happy, functioning people who help not only themselves, but others as well. The movement embraces uh, the spirit of community-mindedness, which works to improve relationships and positivity at the same time. Community is important in supporting happiness as it helps build positive relationships, helps people feel supported, and gives them a sense of belonging. The Happy Community Project works to do all those things and more the project aims to provide a process by which any community can increase its capacity for well-being and resiliency in an era of disruption similar to Seligman the happy community project determined factors that create long-term happiness belonging meaning sufficiency security and fairness being a strong happy community promotes strong social connections and fosters a sense of belonging. Members develop a sense of responsibility toward other members of the community. Reciprocal supportive relationships occur and promote peace and security, and ultimately give all a soul nurturing experience. I'm sure there are countless other programs, apps and curriculum that support the idea of improving happiness. The bottom line is happiness should be seen as a fundamental integrated part of the school system. Science shows that the results are win-win. The child wins because they lead a more successful, fulfilling, happy life, and society wins on numerous levels. First, it actually reduces cost burdens on society at large. Happy people are healthier, have stronger immune systems, and fewer mental health problems. Just given those factors, health care costs and strain on an overburdened healthcare system are lessened. Secondly, we gain more caring, community-minded people to build a better world. What could be better than that?
0: You just heard H is for Happy, a post written and read by Lynn Thomas. You'll find this article on Lynn's blog located at wordsgrow.com and on the Teachers on Fire magazine on medium.com. If you're listening to this podcast on a mobile app, you should also find a direct link in the show notes. You can connect with Lynn on Twitter at TomLynn101 or on Instagram at ThomasHousehold101. If you enjoyed the content you heard in this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and follow me on Twitter at teacher underscore blogs. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, thanking you for joining me today and hoping you'll be back for more right here on the Teacher Blogs Podcast.